0: River Bank, we believe you can heal grow and fulfill God's plans for your life as the power of God touches you through this prophetic teaching by pastor dominion get excited and hop into it let's pray father we thank you thank you because the entrance of your word gives light thank you because there's understanding for us we are doers of your word and your name is glorified. Because of your spirit, we know that we will do your word. We see prophecies fulfilled in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Are you ready for a word? Yes. All right. We started a series in church titled um, Normal People Supernatural God. Say, Normal People supernatural god so one more time say normal people supernatural god and today we're narrowing down to power in abundance say power in abundance oh say my life there's power in abundance let me tell you from the outset that this probably might be the most important teaching you've heard on the supernatural Put the name of the lord and so i want you to be ready Hallelujah. Open your Bible, everyone, to Psalm 104, verse 26. We're going to read together, and I want you to pay attention. Psalm 104, verse 26. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 104, verse 26. I heard a preacher keeps repeating it like that when he's not there. (laughs) Psalm 104, verse 27, are you there now? Not everyone is there. Psalm 104, verse 27, are you all there now? Now pay attention. The Bible says, all creatures look to you to give them food at the proper time. So this is talking about how God relates with his creation. And he says, all the creatures that look to God to give them food at the proper time, 28. He says, and when you give them, they gather it up. When you open your hands, he says, they are satisfied, 29. When you hide your face, he says, they are terrified. And when you take away their breath, he says they die and return to dust now the 30 is where we are going to he says when you oh let's read that together he says when you send your spirits they are created glory to god glory to god you didn't catch that so i'm going to read it again maybe you'll be able to picture what he's saying Talks about how god creates and how god feeds and how god takes care of them and then he says something he's about to teach you about the supernatural he's educating you on how creation happens on how the supernatural happens on how god makes things that are invisible to be visible how god makes things that are impossible to be possible he says when you send your spirits he says they are created so in the technology of creation and how God creates things, what He does is He sends His spirits. He says, when you send your spirits, we you are learning on normal people's supernatural God. And He says, the way creation is made, how creation happens, if you want to see a miracle, if you need a corrected miracle, if you need a healing miracle, if you need finances, He says, when you send your spirits, then you'll realize that the expectations have been created and there's a manifestation. Look at First Corinthians chapter twelve. I read from verse one. Oh, this is beautiful! First <laughs> Corinthians 12, one I read from the Amplified. Just because I want to spell out some things to you. Are you there? Are you there? Read verse one. want to go. Oh, there's someone you have an abdominal pain, that pain is gone in the name of Jesus. He has sent his spirit, and his correction in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God! <laughs> First Corinthians 12 1. He says "Now about spiritual gifts. I like what the Amplified said. He said spiritual endowments. Spiritual endowments. Actually, he says special endowments. Say special endowments. Endowment. What does the word endowment mean? It means it means funds. It means grants. Something that you do not necessarily have to qualify for. It means to bankroll. You know what it means to bankroll? Have you seen those people online that you know that the money you are spending to go on all these trips and all these vacations and all these flashy things cannot be something you worked for. You know that thing? Yeah, there's someone bankrolling them. It means they are living currently in the economy of the person. The person's hard work is theirs to enjoy. Now, he says, concerning special endowments, bankroll of supernatural energy. So, he's saying this, that God can bankroll you with supernatural energy. He's saying that concerning your life, that God can sponsor your life supernaturally normal people supernatural god that you see this person and this person is normal there's nothing special about this person but we know that the results of your life are not you're doing there has to be the hand of something great sponsoring you and so he says concerning this i don't want you to be misinformed concerning the f- how that god sponsors your life that you may be normal but don't say uh-uh, there's something about your life he's about to teach you this is so beautiful and then skip to verse seven he says but to each one of you is given the manifestation of the holy Spirit." He says the evidence, is spiritual illumination of the spirits that we're able to see how the spirit operates, we're able to see how this bankroll works. The manifestation of the spirits The word is exhibition. Remember, we said if God is going to create anything, he sends the spirit, right? Meaning, if he sends the spirit, we see creation, isn't it? Now he says that I want to show you what it looks like when the spirit is sent he's saying that there is a bankroll god can sponsor your life and i want to show you what it looks like he's taking you to the library of heaven to see the exhibition of what it looks like he's about to teach you because he says he doesn't want you to be misinformed listen this is so important because many of us are highly ignorant about the operations of the spirit about the dynamics of the spirit about how things work in the realm of the spirit he says, "Let me show you what it looks like when the spirit is released in your direction." So he says, "Concerning the manifestation of the," he said, "the manifestation of the spirit is given to everyone for our profiting." Verse eight. Read together. Want to go? You're not there. Verse eight. Everyone want to go. <inaudible> He says, "Oh, sanamandipakates." He says, "To one is giving in and through the Holy Spirit the power to speak a message of wisdom, a word of wisdom." He says, by this spirit it is given to you you are sponsored to give a message of wisdom to say to know what to do in a given situation to give solution that is all that will say "Uh -uh, you are not this smart how can you know what to do in this situation how can you provide a solution normally you don't know this thing how did you come up with the answer am bankrolled by God. Think about it. He's saying that the all-wise God, that is the wisdom of God is at work in you. That in a situation where you don't know what to do, when someone doesn't know what to do, and they come and tell you, you need to say, Hey, yeah. No. There's wisdom. I can tell you if an axe head falls into the water, I can tell you bring a stick and put it, and the axe head will swim up. what i'm telling you is this the next time someone comes to tell you an issue you have the answer you hear what i'm saying except if god doesn't have the answer you are bankrupt by god i know what to say i know what to say if someone comes and says oh i need relationship advice those have been single in my life no i know what to say when someone comes and says my boss is giving me a tough time i know what to say we call someone comes say, My parents are giving me a tough time. I know what to say. When someone is at a fix, he says, By two unchangeable things, it's impossible for God to lie. God has an answer. You've always thought you are inadequates. Imagine the fact that you have an answer concerning your business. You know what to do, you are bankrolled by God. Oh, I'm never disadvantaged. Oh, I'm never disadvantaged. I know what to do. do. Oh, you're not saying it. I know what to do. do. Oh, I don't know what to do concerning my business. Stop it. God has said I should start an NGO. I don't know how to do it. Stop it. You know what to do. Hey, supernatural wisdom is at work in you. When the spirit moves, Oh, thank you, Lord. He says to one is given by the spirit a message of wisdom. He said to another the power to express knowledge and understanding. He says, by the same spirit. By the same spirits. I know who to go and meet. That I'll get the answer. Hey, Jesus, never stranded. I know the supernatural navigation for me. Meaning, I know the, I'm not going to guess and talk to 500 people and then get finally land one investor. No, I know who to go and talk to, I know what to tell the person. He says, In that ah don't worry about what you're going to say. He says, In that ah, he says, The Spirit will give you the right words. We are more powerful than we like to admit. He said, By the Spirit verse 9 he says unto another wonder working faith he says by the spirit not that i conjure faith i stare myself and i try to ginger myself and steal faith oh, oh that there's faith i just believe there's audacity hey we have been timid and shy look at what happened to peter after he got the holy ghost he spoke boldly. Look at what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said. He says, King, we are not careful. We are not scared to answer you in this matter. There's audacity. Do you get what I'm saying? He said, our God is able to deliver us. Is it the lion's then We are going. Listen, I'm saying you are bankrupt by God so when they bring five loaves and two fish you say it's enough tell everybody to sit down when somebody says oh if you don't do this i'm not gonna partner with you you say don't worry don't worry you can't go is it money It will come hey i would have so many investors i have to say stop i'm no more taking investors that there's that conf- Listen, confidence in your sin is at work in you is at working you confidence in your sin is me stranded this business fail it's not possible how will you fail how he says it's by the spirit So, whilst you've thought all your life that I'll need to fast, I'll need to pray, no! He will send his spirit and it will cultivate boldness in you. And then, everything God has said to do, you do it with confidence. Like David, you stand in front of Goliath and say, I will cut off your head. And the guy looks at your hand and you're holding stone. And he's like, How in the world would you do it? I'm a normal guy, but I'm sponsored by God. Glory to God. Yeah. He says, and to another, extraordinary power to work. It's only power for healing. He says, by the spirit. not that I don't have the power. Uh uh-uh. oh. I have extraordinary power for healing. Remember, we said about bankroll by God, right? Oh my goodness. It means, for example, God gives you his ATM, right? And then he sends you. He says, I want to fund your life. Everything is here. Go and spend. So when someone is sick, I swipe. What happens? Here he flows. So this is my ideology. I cannot swipe when someone needs healing and they're like, insufficient funds. No, this is God's card. So when I, when someone needs healing and I swipe, what happens? Oh, you're not saying this thing. When someone needs healing and I come with the Spirit of God and I swipe, what flows? Can I have insufficient funds? Listen, it is impossible for the sick not to be healed. He says, by the Spirit, so when the spirit of god is at work in me when i swipe as one needs healing what happens and this is why we say when i pray for the sick this is not a discussion their body responds with hell. there's only one thing listen it's are about the sickness oh, who is that mountain before zerubbabel he said you shall be made a plain the problem is you are you are preoccupied yourself with the sickness. Oh, this sickness is so difficult. No, when I swipe, healing flows. When he feel his spirits, it creates healing in that body. That must be your mentality. That must be your mentality. This is why he say he doesn't want you to be uninformed. He says to another. The walking of miracles, oh, see, walking of, of miracles by the spirits, normal people, supernatural God. Oh, sabaratena Libaratena hey, listen, do you know that God trusts you more than you trust yourself? Like, God actually believes in you, like, God looks at you and is like, Guy, you are loaded. You are not there. Let me give you an example. In um, I think it's Exodus, is it 14 now? I, I think we should read that portion of scriptures. The children of Israel were coming out of Egypt. They were coming out of Egypt. And then um, they, were, they headed for the Red Sea, and Pharaoh was coming behind them. What chapter is that? Is it Exodus 10 or Exodus 14. Let me let me quickly confirm that. Zupata sonoma. Woo! The impossible is normal. <laughs> Sorry? Exodus 14? Alright, they are different. Why well, is it in different Bibles now? What verse? Alright, Exodus 14. Verse 10, Exodus 14, 10. I got it mixed up. Exodus 14, 10. Are you there? Oh, this is, this is interesting. And also, Exodus 14, verse 10, are you there? He says, Read together, everyone. And Pharaoh approached. He says, And the Israelites looked up and they saw the Egyptians marching after them. I told you about this, I think it was last week. So that when the Israelites left and they were going, Pharaoh looked up and said, What in the world did I think I was doing? He probably tried to call an Israelite to come and fetch water for him. They said, You release them. He said, What? He said, Yeah, that's what you did. He said, What was wrong with me? So, this is a man of war. So, he probably evaluated, thought about the amount of able men they have for warfare, thought about the instruments they have for battle, vis a vis his mighty men of war and his weaponry. I said, This is cheap. Let's go and get them back. And so, he started going he had evaluated and thought with the amount of men they have and the things they have for battle the sticks they can pick here and there the stones they can pick here and there and we defeat them let's go he only forgot one factor that the lord the battle was for the lord that when the spirit of the lord steps in you don't need to fight when the spirit of god steps in you don't need to do anything he's going to fight it for you so look at what happened verse 11 there they said to moses so they saw the, Israelites, the egyptians come they said to moses was it not because was it because there were no graves in egypt that you brought us to the desert to die what have we done to bring? Sorry. What have you done to bring us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. They lied. They were praying that God should deliver them. Now they're changing their mouths. All right. He says it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die here. Then Moses. Amen. All right. Then Moses said to the people, look at this. He says, Read together want to go, do not be afraid. Stand firm and see what watch the Lord deliver you from these people. He says, the Egyptians you see today, hey, you shall see them no more again. Forever. Verse 14. He says, the Lord will fight for you the Lord will fight for you the Lord will fight for you so it's not your battle normal people supernatural God look at God's reaction verse 15 then the Lord said to Moses why are you crying out to me tell the people to move forward so God is looking at the situation and it's like why are you crying out to me my spirit are at work in you. He says, stretch your hand over the sea. You don't need to go to the water and try to part it. You are working a miracle. As you stretch your hand, you see the hand of God parting the sea. It's called working of miracles. It's called working of miracles. That when I hold the leg that is sick, the Lord, the spirit of God moves and brings healing to that body. When I speak to an ear that is deaf, the Spirit of God creates new ear drums, new systems for hearing. When I speak to an eye that is blind, the Spirit of God moves and creates sights. When I speak to a heart that has issues, the Spirit of God moves. He says, "Why are you crying to me? Why in the world are you crying to me?" Oh my goodness. So some of us, when there's an issue, we start praying, God, God, heal this person. Why are you crying to me? This is what God is saying. So I understand that you are legitimate. I understand that you are sincere. You are praying. But say, why are you praying to me? My spirit is in you. And so when you speak, there's creative power to change everything. You will have, he says, Whatsoever. You see, miracle-working power. If Moses prayed from Mount when Pharaoh comes, nothing would change. You work miracles. You speak to the legs and you say, "In the name of Jesus, I decree be healed." You say, "Let life come to these limbs." you then not say stretch out those legs stretch them out you need to be conceiving possibilities don't think what if it doesn't what if if i swipe healing flows if i swipe miracle flows because the battle is not yours It's not It's not listen let me tell you something many times we don't have a problem with god's ability to heal The problem we have, and where we have doubt is, is God willing to do it in this situation right now? Isn't it? And he has answered that question. Let me tell you how he answered the question. How do you know God's willingness to create? He sends his spirits, and then we see creation. Isn't that what we learned? So, because he has given you his spirits... You already know about his ability, but because he gave you his spirit, he has proved his willingness that in any situation you face, use that spirit and create a miracle for yourself. He says... Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, he says unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. He says according to the powers that is at work in you. So God is willing to do it according to the powers that is at work in you. So he gave you his power to show his willingness. You already know about his ability, but then he says I can exceed your expectations by the power that I put in you. So I put that power in you. For you to use it. For you to know that I'm willing. You can use that part to get the result you want. There's no situation you face that God is not willing. So when the Lord put his spirit on Moses, he says, why are you crying to me? This is not a willingness problem. Use what you have. When you face any situation, realize God is willing in this situation because I have the Holy Ghost. He says he will give you his spirit to abide with you forever. Meaning he's always willing always this is why jesus says whosoever believes and is baptized shall be saved he says these signs will accompany them that believe he said because when you believe he will seal you with the holy ghost of promise to show you god's willingness you might say but why is it that in other situations i've tried and i didn't get any results here's the reason why he says i do not want you to be misinformed because if you do not know, the devil will cheat you. The devil will cheat you. But now that I know, I will cash out every time. Glory to God. Say, so now that I know, I will cash out every time. Let's finish up First Corinthians 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just very quickly. First Corinthians 12, where we were. Oh, thank you, Lord. Verse 10 says, to another miracle pass, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing of spirits, that's descending of spirits. I have the ability to do that. He says, to another speaking different kinds of tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. So all of these are your abilities in the spirits. Praise the name of the Lord. Now look at Acts chapter 10. Read verse 37, but we'll start, from verse 30, um, 30. we'll start from verse 37 into 38. Now this is very important because there's an erroneous mindset that many people have concerning the supernatural. Acts, 7, 30, so Acts 10, 37. He says, you know what happened throughout Ju- the Judea region, beginning with Galilee, after John had baptized jesus so after the baptism of john so that's when the spirit descended of descended on jesus isn't it isn't it at the baptism of john was when the spirit descended on jesus right and we said that when the spirit moves creation happens isn't it exactly and we looked at what creation looks like because we went to the library of heaven to look at the exhibitions of what the creation looked like we saw miracles we saw prophecy we see word of knowledge we see word of wisdom we see healing right exactly now verse 38 you know says how God anointed everyone read together how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power and he went around doing good healing all the oppressed of the devil because now, this verse is a very popular verse. The challenge is that many of us do not realize one of the most important parts of that verse. And this is because you know that we don't understand this when we say, oh, Jesus healed the sick because it's Jesus. I mean, it's Jesus, he it was God. But listen, this verse separates Jesus as God and Jesus as a man. And for the purpose of study, he talks about Jesus as a man and says how God anointed Jesus He was talking about Jesus as a man. He says he anointed him with the Holy Ghost. The word anoint means consecrate. It means to separate. So you know, let me give an example of what it means. You know those cups in in family house that belongs to belongs to daddy. Yeah, it's set aside for him. So that's what God did. He made Jesus special by the Holy Ghost. So Jesus was not special in this study because he was God. He didn't do this because he was God. As a man, he became special. He became different from other people because God puts the Holy Ghost in him. He says how God separated Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power. The word is miracles. He says because of that Jesus went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He said because God, in the person of the Holy Ghost, was the theme. Look at Acts chapter two, verse twenty-two. I want you to read that for me. Acts chapter two and verse twenty-two. Acts chapter two, verse twenty-two. number 1 dinner my heart are you there i you 22 together i want to go he says miracles says and wonders which god did you see that? So it was the work of God. He wasn't like, oh, Jesus is powerful because he's God. No! God separated him and worked miracles through him in the person of the Holy Ghost. So, listen, apparently without the Holy Ghost, Jesus could not do anything. He couldn't do anything. He was a normal person without the Spirit. John fourteen ten. Look at your Bibles. John chapter fourteen. Zupata katopata say I have the Holy Ghost and he counts for something. He says, Don't you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak, I do not speak of my own authority. He says, Rather, the Father living in me goes to work he says believe me when i say i am of the father and the father is in me he says or else believe because of the evidence of the works look at john chapter 10 verse 37 john chapter 10 verse 37 this is remarkable this this is audacity are you ready john ten thirty-seven. he says do not believe in me unless i do the work of my father imagine that was our perspective to christianity don't believe in me except you see the miracles you saw in the life of jesus do not believe in me except you see the hand of god nicodemus said in john 3 2 he says we know you are a teacher sent from god he says because nobody can do these miracles except god is with him imagine that was your perspective to christianity The only reason Jesus could do it wasn't because he was God. Are you hear what I'm saying? Jesus could only do miracles because God set him apart by putting the Holy Spirit. Now, God has put the same Spirit in you. You have to realize this. God didn't put a different Holy Spirit or a different Spirit in you. A downsized version. No! The same Spirit. The same spirit, the same it means he has the same level of willingness to walk through you, to do miracles through you, to do signs through you. Do not believe me except you see, listen, so listen to me, listen to me. So there's a level of audacity, it's called confidence in your sin that you must have. Jesus is like, look, I understand you don't want to believe my message, but if you do not see miracles, don't believe. Because this is a signature of the hand of God. So a could say, today we are going to decide who is truly God, whether it's Baal or it's the God I serve, audacity. Because if he is the true God, and if it's all-powerful, I can shut the heavens over you your witchcrafts. If he is God and he has shown true willingness and he has given me the spirits, the same one by which Elijah shuts the powers of Baal, I can shoot your witchcrafts. So, if there is a demon disturbing your family, you can shut the powers, the abilities of those powers. Are you hearing me? the problem is you always jump into fear mode if you do not see miracles he says don't believe what i tell you there's one god there's one spirit he's all-powerful and so i can sing the name of jesus i shut down paths i shut down principalities i shut down dominions. i shut down thrones I shoot down the power of witchcraft I can say concerning my family your, your powers are null and void and when I speak the spirit goes if you do not see power he said don't believe what I told you you know what Paul said he said the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk it's demonstration of power and the spirit simple So, God's willingness is not the problem. It's your inability to just believe what He said. Why do you think you need to pray and pray and beg and beg before those demons torment your family will cease? Do you realize that you are getting what you believe? You believe it, you have to take a while to do the spiritual warfare. So, it's taking a while. You're getting a lot. But you can talk like Peter to so Simon the sorcerer. Say, you'll be blind for a season. This your sorcery will stop. You can behave like Paul in Ephesus, where there was real jazz. Historically speaking, they used to use jazz to go for warfare in, in, I say jazz, in Ephesus. So it was actual jazz. Paul went there and shut it down. Listen, he shut it down so much so that the goldsmith and the silversmiths that used to make those idols went out of business. One man. One normal. Listen, it doesn't take much, it takes a conviction. I don't want you to be ignorant. You see, he didn't say I don't want you to be, you know, powerless. That's not what he said. He didn't say, I need you to be praying to be able to walk miracles. He says, you have the spirit, you have miracles. Because when I speak, listen, I don't need to prod the spirit of God to move. Do you get it? Let me tell you why it's easy. Because I don't need to ginger in, You can do it. You can shut down Juju my family. No! I can just say in the name of Jesus and the spirit moves the spirit doesn't need staring to be powerful his power his all power he can shut it down because that listen when the spirit is supplied creation happens so when we speak over forces of darkness there's a new creation in their life it's called powerlessness they are neutralized their best effort is trash if you do not see the works of god he said don't believe the kingdom of God is not about gist. It's demonstration of power and the spirit. I want you to abdicate that mindset that it will take a lot. It will not take a lot. Uh uh-uh. uh. God didn't need to prep himself. He came in the beginning and said, Let light be. He didn't need to prepare for it. And the same spirit that moved in creation is at work. What's that demon? what's that issue in your family what's that sickness what's that miracle that needs to happen if he created the whole world the vast universe with all the lives and sustained it till then what is a leg that cannot grow if he expelled legion what's that demon he cannot send out what in the world is that demon oh i have power in abundance I got power in, power in abundance Say one more time I have power in abundance Now that's important John chapter 20 I want to show you something there Oh thank you Lord Jesus John chapter 20 verse 21 <laughs> Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Listen, I'm teaching you the supernatural, how to make it easy. Here's the he statement of Jesus. John 20, 21. Again, Jesus said, Please be with you. Read from there, want to go. Hey! Of course, you know I'm about to tell you. That when he says, As my father has sent me, so I send you. Of course, the father sent him the message, but he said, If you do not see the work of the father, don't believe. So he is saying, As the father has sent me with the spirits to do miracles, I'm sending you the same way. So, in case you thought it was a speculation. That the same powers are work in you, the same mandates, the same ability, the same possibility, the same expectation, this is Jesus himself saying it. As my father sent me, and I can see if you don't see the work of the father, don't believe me, the same I'm sending you. As the father sent me with miracle working powers to back off my claims, he says, so I'm sending you. Next verse. The Bible says, And he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. So now he, the Spirit is moving. The same way the Father sent me with the Spirit. To do impossible things. He says, So I'm sending you. So you have the same mandate. You have the same Spirit. You have the ability of God you can do the miracles. You can do the miracles. So when I speak over a situation, here's what happens. The Spirit of God goes and makes vital, makes it's the experience of whatever situation the same thing that is consistent to what I've said. If I've said, be healed, the Spirit of God goes forth and who can battle with the Lord? Who can? How do you want to stop it? Which power do you want to use to resist the spirit of God? How? 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 You can't. You can't. Press the name of the Lord. So we have ability. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, but let me say this. I've said this countless times. I'm going to say it a billion more times. Supernatural results are a product of two things. Number one is the sovereign will of God. God's willingness to do something. If God says he doesn't want to do it, you cannot force him. You You cannot take him to jail. But now we've seen the will of God in him giving us his spirits. So he can tell you like Moses, why are you crying to me? Speak to the rock. Divide the water but that's not all because there are people that think if god wants to do it to it be done uh-huh. he says moses stretch your hand and divide the sea if moses didn't stretch his hand he will have all the abilities but pharaoh will catch him so supernatural results are a product of the sovereign will of god and the deliberate faith of man and i've said faith is confidence in the unseen that i know that when i speak the spirit of god goes into that situation and makes it consistent with my confession so when i speak concerning miracles the spirit of god goes forth and makes miracles possible when i speak deliverance the spirit of god goes into that situation and the demons take a flight when i say be healed the spirit of god goes into that situation and every sickness is gone when I need knowledge concerning a situation, I can check on the Spirit of God and surprise from His only science self all the information I need. When I need direction, He can bring out of His, you know, all knowledge the right navigation, the right route to take, and I'll know what to do. He's willing because He's at work in me. That's why He's at work in me. So it doesn't matter what the sickness is the bible talks about the woman with the issue of blood suffered 12 years but she said if i touch it'll go so doctors have tried everything but she shifted her focus and said look if i touch this thing will go so what i'm saying is you need to shift your focus many of us are too focused on how difficult the situation is while faith is confidence in the unseen many of us are too preoccupied with the things we can see with how much we've tried with how many pastors have prayed for the situation with how many prayer houses they've gone for the situation no God is changing the situation. He's not going to change it on his own. He needs me to partner with him. To be confident. You see what I'm saying? Yes, he needs you to be confident. So, listen. I think about this very carefully. That are some situations difficult. Difficult. Do we need more power in some situations? Do we actually need more? Is it like I don't have as much as I need for this situation, or I am too obsessed with how physically difficult the situation is? And so that has resulted in my inabilities in this speech. I do not even understand what I'm saying. It means that am I too obsessed with how difficult cancer is, medically speaking, that I've transferred the same knowledge to think that I don't think I can heal cancer. No, listen, it's not so difficult for God. You have to realize that God's power, the one that has awoken you, has healed it before. Meaning, he knows how to do it, and God's power doesn't get depleted. It's not your battery. It's not your phone battery. It's not that with use it gets depleted. Uh-uh. It's eternal. It's all powerful. It doesn't even drop from 100 to 99. No. It's always there. It's eternal in its essence. So, apparently, listen to me. Apparently, no situation is difficult in and of itself. For God's power. We have developed a mindset of difficulty. And so, just if we take, for this person that is lame and unable to walk, we just on our own think we are inadequate. And as you said in my hearing, and as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the institutions are not difficult. They're not difficult. And this is the truth. When you walk in the power of God, you realize how natural it is. Nothing would necessarily leave you when you pray for someone and they are healed. Do you know what I'm saying? You've done it many times. So it's not like you felt hey, a virtually living now. Ah, I have like 70% power. No. No. The spirit of God moves and changes things. And it's by the same spirits that you heal that you work miracles. He didn't say by the same spirits after you've prepped yourself. Uh uh-uh. uh. So the difficulty is you not know, in the situation, the challenge is in your mind. You have often thought, hey, the day I will open blind eye, hey, I will not sleep, I will leave my eye open all through the night. <laughs> so you've built a huddle for yourself. You've thought, I know I can pray for a headache, but can I truly pray for HIV? Can I pray that the dead is raised? So you've built a hurdle. You've built a hurdle. But like many of the things you've seen, and let me use your experience to teach you something. The first time you gave a word of knowledge, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't like I worked hard. It's not mass. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not like I worked hard to get to this answer or this word of knowledge. Uh Uh-uh. Is that something just flashed through your mind? And you say, I'm not sure, but is this true? And the person say, Yeah, you man of God. So it wasn't difficult when you laid your hands and you prayed and the person got healed you didn't even prepare for it it wasn't like you were like oh as i go to church today as i lay my hands on the sick even though you are meant to do it but i know you don't do it their body responds with health and you didn't do it Hmm. so it means that you did that without having to prepare you did that and it just happened naturally it means that you will open blind eye and you will not need to prep. You need to prepare yourself. Because when I speak, the spirit goes and creates eyes that see. It's not by power. It's not by my might. It's by his spirit. When you pray and fast, when you read your bibles what you do is you are pulling down strongholds and every heightened has exalted itself against above the knowledge of christ so when i now think that cancer is difficult to heal when i read my bible when i pray and fast i am looking at the might of god and i'm saying wait if he created the wrong world what is cancer if you have healed cancer before, it means you have the power. You know how to do it. You can actually take away the organ and replace it. And the cancer is out of the body. Listen, if doctors can do heart transplants and take out organs from people and put another one, God can. And he will need to tell you to prepare. Don't eat before coming. Take so-so drugs. Do the, no! At the snap of a finger, he does it. What I'm saying is this, listen. What I'm saying is this, listen to me. We revival to our city, there is the dimension of the power of God that we have not seen. It is our responsibility to present it to the body of Christ. Cancer is not difficult. We just have built a theology. When you sit down with God's word and look at the might of God, you say, This thing is easy. You will know it's easy. So, your responsibility is to sit down and pull down that stronghold and make sure in your mind you are confident. When you realize that the power of God can change this situation, that this sickness has a cure, that the devil knows his exits, and that when I speak, the Spirit of God goes to create a new reality, this body cannot be sick. It's not possible when I speak. When you build that conviction, we will present to the body of Christ, and that's what I'm proposing to you, that we are normal people, but we have power in abundance. So, I know that you've prayed and you've seen some things happen. I'm seeing there is more. Listen, with, there's the confidence you have when you pray every Sunday for the person beside you. Because you have gotten used to it. You have come to realize healing is simple. And I'm proposing to you that working of miracles and expelling demons are simple what i want you to do is this i want you to build the conviction are you what i'm saying i want so when jesus said in mark 17 matthew 17 he came down from the Mount of transfiguration um a man has been trying to help tell his disciples to help cast out the demon from his son the bible says sometimes the demon will cast the boy into fire Sometimes you cast him to water just to destroy him. Jesus came down from the Mount of Transfiguration. He demanded, said his disciples, I gave him to your disciples, and they were not able to. Jesus made a statement. Listen to what he says. He says, You perverse and unbelieving generation. He didn't say, You prayerless and Bible studyless. Or you people that don't understand spiritual hierarchy, why do you think you can do this? That's not what he says. He says, you unbelieving generation. Meaning you can, but you didn't believe. So I'm telling you, you can. And nothing is impossible for us to do. We can walk on the streets and make the sick healed. But we have to believe it. We don't see it before we believe it. Uh uh-uh. We can hit the streets and say, if you do not see signs, do not believe my message. We can say, I have the true gospel, but if you do not see signs, do not believe my message. We can go to the market square and say that if you do not see signs, do not believe my message. Now, no matter what your situation is, Come out here. Let me pray for you. Without your knees buckling, because you have confidence in the things you have not seen, you have confidence in the spirit of God that when he shows up, creation happens. When I swipe, it can't be sufficient funds. It can't be denied. Power must flow but i give direction to the power of god by my faith so the woman with the issue of blood did not need jesus to pray for her her faith her confidence gave direction to the power of god she said if i would touch the hem of his garments I will be healed so just have confidence in your unseen give direction to the power of god so it means that we can hit the market and say if you do not see signs do not believe my message because we have confidence this was what drove david to the battlefield he told goliath i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with you You are too big for the power of god to miss too big. Cancer is too different from what God created the human body to be for the power of God to miss it. Do you get what I'm saying? It's too different. It's not possible to miss it. It's too conspicuous for the power of God to miss it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, here's what I'm saying going forward. You have to develop these mindsets. God said to Joshua, He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. He says, meditate on it day and night. So listen, don't miss devotion going forward because what we would attempt to do in every devotion morning and evening is to prep ourselves and stir our faith and strengthen our conviction in the unseen so that you are ready do you get what i'm saying so that you are ready he told joshua look i'm taking you to the promised land but you need to meditate day and night you need to look at it and as you behold you are being changed your conviction can listen because there's knowledge you already know it now i've taught you but you need to strengthen your conviction maybe now you are pumped up and you feel oh i can heal the sick but if you stay like this without staring at god's word constantly after a while you're going to fear you're going to second guess yourself you're going to doubt and even into unbelief but if you keep staring at god's word you see how jesus healed you see what the bible says you build roots you build stamina you build temerity you build strength And people will see you as normal, but they will see power in abundance. Rise up on your feet.